Hello everyone, welcome back to our severe case of indecision and our completely biased opinions with Ian and Tyler. You are listening to Sound Audits. How are we doing today, Tyler? Or tonight, Tyler? Good. I feel better than you. Yeah, you do. Because I am the 50% of the hosts which do not break chairs. <laughs> Can we just drop it? Can we not talk about that? Can we not? I've... I guarantee you there are some people from Carol listening to this. Do you want to and, explain what happened? Um, I broke a chair in the cafe. Because you... Because I got really excited. <laughs> because... Uh, my friend shot me a text. So today we're talking about Eminem. The, um, it's just... Yeah. It didn't happen. It's fine. I'm fine. We're all good. All wonderful day in the neighborhood. We are talking about Eminem today. Which, it's been far too long since this album has dropped to be talking about it but it was it was fairly big and there's been some controversy surrounding this release uh and uh, plenty of it i don't know does eminem need an introduction at this point probably not but i'm gonna do one anyway marshall bruth mathers the third uh born on Ox- october 17th 1972 is an american rapper Songwriter, record producer, record executive, and actor. He is one of the most successful successful musical artists of the 21st century. If I'm not mistaken, he's sold the most records out of any rap artist, period. Which is not a small accomplishment. That is quite the, a big deal, I would say, anyway. Um, he's, he's really made a name for himself, to say the least. I don't know. He's also dropped uh, one of the most acclaimed rap albums to ever be released, which is the Marshall Mathers LP, uh, which is covered in rap music history, and Eminem is known for his ability to uh, rap very fast, and his ear for beats as a younger Eminem selling CDs out of the back of his trunk at the pizza shop that he worked at as like a busboy or something like that. This is truly a started from the bottom, now we hear sort of story. Marshall is at this point, what, 45, 40, uh, no, he's like 48, almost 50. This dude's almost 50. God, that's so weird. That That is quite, quite interesting. Yeah, I mean, that pretty much, he's got a lot of albums under his belt at this point. I'm pretty sure he's got, like, over 10 under his belt. His earlier ones were good. The Slim Shady LP is great. The Eminem Show is great. Marshall Mathers LP1, great. Although, in recent years, we've seen, uh, we've seen a, um... Kamikaze. Severe dip in his quality. You could argue that that is a subjective opinion, but that is pretty much widely respected as the truth at this point. Because for those of you who caught anything off of Revival, which was his 2017 album, Revival, everyone knows that uh, that album is He Who Must Not Be Named. Kamikaze was the album that came right after Revival, basically in response to all the negativity that Revival was getting. That was bad. Everyone took a shit on that album. It was bad. Rightfully so, because a lot of that album was bollocks. It was not good. Especially that Ed Sheeran feature that he had on there. I remember hearing that on the radio once, and I was like, oh god, why why do, why do I exist? Um, I mean, that's not the only one. He had, like, Revival, and what were some of the other ones? I can't remember. He's had, like, five in recent years that people just don't care for. So, I mean, when he dropped this new album, Music to be Murdered By, um, which is, uh, based around the, uh, Alfred Hitchcock title, Music to be Murdered By, and this album has a couple of skits, uh, notating that, 
um, with Alfred Hitchcock jumping in at various points on this album. So it's sort of a concept album, kind of, not really. It's just a spinoff of a 1950s version of an album under the same name. I don't know, going into this after Kamikaze, two years later, it's kind of like, should I really be excited for this? Were you? I, there was no rollout to this album either. That, that, that's another thing to it note. It did just drop. It d- just dropped in the middle of the night. No warning. I like I, when that happens. Eminem just was like, I'm just going to drop this right onto the... Uh, and I mean, I, I will listen to Apple Music. So it showed up as like the first thing in the new music on Apple Music's feed. And I was like, oh, Eminem is back. Um, and I wasn't expecting him to be. Uh, not in the slightest. I don't, I don't know. I mean, it was kind of welcome. It's like, it's an Eminem album. The dude has dropped some legendary material. So there's always that little, little bit of hope that I hold out that Eminem will pull through with something super duper fantastic. Um, but again, I wasn't like holding my breath. Because I knew that... The past three years have been rough. We could talk about like the controversies and stuff like that in the coming sections, but this album is 18 songs. Well, with the interludes, it's something like 18 songs. I don't know. We'll talk about this in the next section, though, shall we? Okay, so on January 17th of 2020, we got an Eminem album that is one hour and four minutes, 20 tracks long, without the interludes and stuff like that. It's 17 tracks long, Um, and it's based off of a 1950s concept by Alfred Hitchcock. Um, So it, it, at least, at the very least, it's very interesting that he did this stuff. Um... And, I mean, it's kind of, there's some horrorcore on here, that's to be expected, um, since it's kind of part of the theme. It's pretty dark, um, which, hello, it's Eminem, why would you not expect that at this point? Um, another fun fact, though, is that Godzilla, the big track off of this, um, Tyler, do you, do you wanna, because you're the one who filled me in on this, do you wanna, wanna fill in the listener? The... The record for the most syllables in the amount of time that is given for the one verse. Is it like um, a minute or something? Or 30? I, I, th- I want to say it's like 45 it's seconds, like 40 30 seconds, seconds or okay. less. Um, the current record for most syllables in that time frame was held by Eminem's song Rap God. And it's not that it's not that people haven't broken that song before, like on YouTube and stuff. People have broken that record with their own stuff, but this is the only published work if that makes sense um like official release correct instead of just some like 240p youtube video made by some 12 year old in his room or something like that guinness record was held by rap god it has now been broken and a new song holds the crown and that is godzilla on this record so eminem beat himself (laughs) is where we're going here which is impressive. Like, it's really... it's. We thought Rap God was ridiculous. This is... This is Ungodly. ridiculous. Ungodly. It's unheard of. There's some hidden gems in there, for sure. Yeah. In the lyrics. 
<laughs> I just pointed one out to Ian. It's kind of funny. Yeah, the half-eaten Cheeto line. Mm-hmm. That's solid. I like it. Mm-hmm. I mean, he has some clever bars on here. Um, <sighs> this album was really interesting for me to, especially coming out of listening to the Marshall Mathers album and everything like that. Just listening to older Eminem, seeing uh, where his headspace was at then versus now. Um, some of it's changed. A lot of it hasn't, which is kind of funny. Um, but in the track listing here, I mean, there are some tracks that are pretty good. Um, some tracks that are not so good, but some tracks that are pretty good. Um, you gonna learn with Royce to five nine, uh, Royce to five nine killed the fucking hook. So hell yeah, this song and the beats pretty fucking cool as well. Um, and that goes for a lot of the songs here. I really liked songs like Little Engine. I liked the Anderson, some of the, some of the features actually were good. The Royce to 5-9 feature was good. Don Tolliver's hook on the 18th track, No Regrets, was pretty, pretty slick. Um, Anderson Pack, as always, destroyed his feature. He absolutely outdid himself. Um, and that's always great to see, um, from Anderson Pack. And, um, although it raised an eyebrow at first, uh, the Juice World feature is pretty cool as well. Um, it's, it's good that he's, uh, still on this album in the, um, wake of his passing. Um, and this was obviously, uh, recorded and planned for the album before his death. It's not like a cash grab or anything like that, which it is nice. Uh, he's just on here to be featured on here. So there are some good features on here. Um, uh, some features that also raise some eyebrows, some features that, but some features that were good. Um, the, I found the, the, the overall theme of the album, at least, uh, in the, in the subconscious sort of psychiatric format, um, or not format, but sort of way. Um, it wasn't really tied together, uh, throughout the album. It's very loose, but, Aesthetically, the album holds relatively um, a vibe and sort of this horror-ish um, feel throughout the entire thing. And it's, it is consistent. Yeah, the subject matter is f- frequently dealing in that same sort of area as well. So I got to hand it to Eminem for the uh, consistency area of things with this album. Like you said, not bad. Um, and... Aside from that, some of the other tracks that I really like, I like Little Engine. Little Engine is a, is a small bump. It's pretty cool. Um, Lock It Up featuring Anderson Pack is pretty great. Uh, the beat could have been better, but again, Anderson Pack's feature, and this is one of Eminem's better performances on the album, as well as Anderson Pack just kills the fucking hook. Um, uh,. <sighs> I mean, yeah, yeah, kind of smacked. I could imagine something like this, uh, Danny Brown going over something like this. Um, I, I, I don't know about some of the ad libs or anything like that. I, I kind of rolled my eyes at that. And even though Godzilla feels like kind of like a sp- lyrical spiritual miracle, kind of fucking <laughs> um, doing it for the kids, rapping fast for all those kiddos, you know, um, it is impressive. And um, the beat's kind of cool. I thought uh, Juice World had a good hook. And Juice World did have a good hook. Um, did you run out of things? I honestly didn't hate Premonition. 
the intro track. I didn't hate it's it. It's kind of it's kind of a note. It's like a notebook dump where he's got all these things that kind of going through his head. Didn't really have a place to put them, so they all end up here. All of these thoughts, and it's not yeah. a terrible thing, but it is kind of reflecting on how his image has been, his legacy has been faded the past 10 years. And especially as far as critics go, he has just been torn apart the past 10 years. And he's kind of frowned upon at this point in the music industry with what's lately going on. And that's kind of the tone of the song. It's basically a, my fans are mad because it's another big middle too tame. My fans are mad because I haven't been angry enough. My, you know, all of this stuff. And it's like, I get what you're saying, but you've put out some ass. You've put yeah. out some straight up booty cheeks the I past 10 what years. Is he, what is, uh, he compares Revival to another album because Rolling Stone gave it like, what, a two out of five or something like that. And he compared it to some other album. And I was like, which is, you know what, that... That shows how bad it is because Rolling Stone hands out four-star albums like they're candy. They crank out four-star ratings, and most of them are not deserving, in my opinion. He... In my opinion, is correct. Oh, my God. Rolling Stone stars, I get two and a half out of five. He's talking about it. So the lyric is, Revival flop came back, and I scared the crap out of him. Uh, but Rolling Stone stars, I get two and a half out of five, and I laugh out loud, because that's what they gave bad back in the day. Like the Michael Jackson album. I didn't know he was referencing... All right, all right. All right, dude. Really? You're compared... Nah, nah. We draw the line there. We tr- you don't get to compare your shitty-ass fucking revival album to a Michael Jackson classic. You're not doing that to me right now. You're not... Mm-mm. Um, you know what? I'm going to use this. Uh, do you have anything else really to... Because the, while I did like some tracks on this album, there were some good tracks, um, relatively speaking. Um, this is kind of another dumpster fire. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. This album was not good. It's not a lot of fun to listen to. Um for a couple different reasons. I mean, do you wanna just head into the next section and blow this bitch up? If you haven't already, I implore you to try and listen to this whole album in one sitting. Try. I have. Try. I have. I'm telling anybody who's listening, if you have the thought in your head that this is good. Listen to the whole thing in one sitting and tell me if you don't get bored. Thank you. Curtain close. We'll see you soon. I'm not really sure where to start this what do we dislike section because we can address the controversy it's it's heavy in what i don't like in fact it is the majority of everything which i don't like eminem's ooh, eminem's he once rapped like a like a drugged out rubber band 
What? Bouncing back and forth between un- unconventional rhythms and like really breathtaking passages. He used to have some crazy lyrical content. And now what he's come to is rapping fast and appealing to whatever trends and tropes are popular at the moment. You watch his, especially in the past decade, you watch his albums evolve into whatever is popular now. And if you look at the features on this album, brother. Yeah. So go it, back Go back to what you were saying. It, it caused me to raise some eyebrows. I don't know. What was I saying? The other controversy. Oh, about the whole... Yeah, he brought up one live Manchester. He's basically just reopening old wounds that didn't need to be reopened. Um, and all for the sake of promoting this whole um, stop gun violence thing, which I don't have a problem with. The gun violence is bad. Um, but... Uh, bringing up the whole One Live Manchester was a bit sketch in the first place. Also, at the f- the end of Darkness, he brings up a whole bunch of oh. uh, a whole bunch of um, news headliners, shootings. Uh, yeah, anchors talking about recent shootings and stuff like that. Kind of like a all over th- uh, a reiteration or a readaptation of um, Simon and Gump- Garfunkel's Hello Darkness. Um, my old friend. Um, yeah, I don't know about that. See, it would be cringy if it wasn't like a serious thing. And because it is a serious thing, it comes off as distasteful. A little bit. It's It leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Like, oh, here's some, here's some news headlines of people dying. Straight after Godzilla. You know? That's like, perfect, perfect album placement. Track, track yeah. placement. What the Yeah, hell? that is... Cr- yeah, you're not wrong there. Uh, I, I, do, I will say that the layout of this album really caused me to raise some eyebrows. Um, and I mean, just going beyond the controversies, this album did not need to be an hour and four minutes. Um, it didn't even need to be tied to music to be murdered by. There's no, there's no point in attaching a lot of these songs to that name. Especially... Tracks like Those Kind of Nights featuring Ed Sheeran. Are you kidding me? Are you joking? Did we need another Ed Sheeran and, uh, and Eminem crossover? No, we did not. Did we want one? No, we did not. Do we need an did Ed Sheeran? Did we get one? Yes, we did. Do we need an Ed Sheeran and anyone crossover? <laughs> uh, and <laughs> here the man states a fair point. Um, God. 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 Some of this album... I, Eminem really comes across as very unlikable a lot of the times. He's very pretentious. Um, he's very short-sighted, very narrow-minded, um, and um, really needs to grow the fuck up sometimes. It's his way or the highway. Pretty much. Um, and you... <laughs> okay, I'm going to talk about probably my least favorite track on here, which is Stepdad. You're 50 years old at this point, and you're talking like you're 12. Like, are you kidding me? This this track is a t- temper tantrum, and I'm sorry. I know that you've gone through all a lot of the emotional and physical trauma in your childhood and stuff like that, and you've rehashed it over and over and over and over again in your music to the point where you're beating a dead horse, and this just... 
it feels like a 48 year old in a 15 year old's body writing this song um and that goes not just for the lyrical content but for the trashy ass hook uh, the trashy-ass fucking beat, and everything about this song's god-awful atmosphere, it's just, it's terrible. Why you would include this on an album and not put it on the cutting room floor, not take this on the chopping block, take an axe to it, and just fucking, you know what I'm saying? No. No, this album, no, this should not have been album material. This should not have been album material. And that goes for, like, a lot of songs here, too, like Marsh, where uh, the god-awful line about fucking being a v- not being an adjective and being a verb. Are you kidding me? Technically, fuck is already a verb. Like, you do know that, right? Hello, Marsh? Marshall, are you there? Um, it just, no. And some of the hooks on this album were god-awful. Um... The production just feel and a lot of them are Eminem sung hooks, like on uh, In Too Deep. Uh, they show up on In Too Deep, on Step Dead, on Never Love Again, um, and I think on the final track, I Will. Um, the hooks are god awful. Some of the hooks are just they're overly processed. They feel robotic. Uh, Eminem is forcing it, his delivery, and it just it feels awful to listen to. It's terrible. Um, and Eminem, at 48 years old, is still dropping buckets and buckets and sacks upon barrels, upon, upon silos full of corn. There, oh my god, some of the fucking corny bars on this album. You're a cornball, is what you are. You're a, you're a corn brain. It doesn't, it does not, I, I don't know, I don't know what you were thinking in the studio, but it does not translate here. And, um, this album is just very, very unlikable in almost every sense of the word. Um, and even the tracks that I did like, somewhat, um, I don't like a hell of a lot, probably not enough to come back to them after this review. Um, because why would you listen to this when you can listen to all of his older material? Um and feel much, much better about yourself and not want to die. We didn't need an hour and four minutes. It didn't need to be a quote-unquote concept record. Um, You didn't need to uh, include fucking Ed Sheeran on your fucking record again. Oh, my God. And the line about... um, The one line about Ed Sheeran and Marsh also made me fucking... Oh, my God. Do you have anything? Let's move on. Let's move. I, this album depressed me. I I don't want to. I oh. Mm. Mm. Um, right now this will add to his street because he did drop the Marshall Mathers LP two. Um, in what 2013 so that was that was an alright album so I'm not counting that but he did release Encore Relapse Recovery Revival and Kamikaze um, so if we're not and this. if we're not counting the Marshall Mathers LP2 then he's he's got a fiver under his belt right now retire <laughs> retire just stop retire. just stop it 
get, get the fuck off the mic. Put out good features on other people's tracks. Let some new people shine. I officially am taking you out of the game. <laughs> I am retiring you for I, you. I, I am retiring you. Your number is... One, because you're so damn old. You were the first rapper that existed. Oh, shut up. Um, You're done. First white rapper. First white rapper, that's right. First rapper that existed? <laughs> um, Yeah, just... No, I don't think we need to rehash what we said and what we didn't dislike. This album just album sucked. was consistent. It was consistently bad. There are Oof. a few good songs on the album, a handful of good songs. Literally, out of an hour and four minutes, there are enough songs that I can count on one hand. Um, none of which I would probably return back to. Kamikaze is tolerable for me. It's kind of fun. Um, Premonition's fun. I don't know if I'd go back to it, though. There are so many Eminem songs that are better. I don't feel the need to. Um, this is a swing and a miss. I'm not, uh, I'm not surprised. I am used to this at this point. I have become numb to Eminem disappointing me. Oof. I wanted to like it. I was I super too. excited about there not being any advertising, just straight no BS. This is music. I put it out. It's bad. It's bad. It's not good. It's it's not good. A Fantano. It's it's not it's not a like a horrible, horrible, horrible like it's bad. But it's bad. What are you feeling? I'm. F- I'm feeling like a bad. high. I'm feeling a knee. Really, I'm gonna say uh, low three. High three, low four. Low three. I appreciated enough of the features on here, and Eminem did has some good verses here and there. Some of the instrumentals did smack a little bit. This is dick. Some of it's really dick. Some, of it, some of it really is a good old cock and balls, and I really don't like it. Thank you for listening. It's like dropping his little two-inch chode on my forehead. He doesn't drop knowledge. He's just trying to... Dude, stepdad just feels like he's still trying to drop his balls from when he was 13. It's just not happening. Thank you for listening. Nope. Nope. We have... fucking hair on your chest, dude. New episodes every Friday at 9 a.m. We try and do that. Um, last two weeks we haven't been or last couple weeks we haven't been consistent I don't wait this will yeah whatever yeah don't worry about it um Some, if you like the content um you can um subscribe to us for the low fee of 99 cents um in doing so you will support two broke college kids for the price of two gumballs you can help us out if you'd like to do so um the link is in our Instagram bio as well as our podcast description if you're already in the app which you are because where else do you listen to podcasts just click on that if you are curious um you can follow us on instagram you can follow us on instagram at sound audits don't follow eminem because don't follow eminem and if you own his albums burn them Um, (laughs) we are going to take this one out we appreciate you guys joining us new new episodes coming out sooner than later yeah we have a lot of stuff we want to talk about it's just a matter of when we get to it so stay tuned and we will be there yeah 
thank you all for listening. We will see you next week. Um, and again, if you have any suggestions or if you have any requests or anything like that, feel free to give us a DM, shoot us a DM, leave us a comment, uh, wherever you can do so. Uh, we would be more than willing to review your albums and we're sorry for those of you who are still waiting on that. Um, we will get around to them. We promise. Pinky promise. Love you. Uh, and we will see you. We'll see you next week. Take care. Peace. We were sitting in the cafeteria, dicking around like always, at my local college, community college. My f- one of my one of my friends, um, we were troubleshooting his text messages because his phone's. I can't say that word because I'm a politically correct person now. Yeah, his his phone is borderline. Never mind. But we, the 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 text wouldn't go through, and I got very sad because I thought I wasn't going to be able to text him, and then. Uh, all of a sudden, it 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 got through, and I jumped very high in my seat, and I broke the armrest clean off, snapped at the fucking half, and um.